You're listening to FPL at the Curry House, the place to find all your FPL tips, points, and news. Good evening and welcome to FPL at the Curry House, or FPL not at the Curry House, Game Week 12. And we are here, I think it's Game Week 12. Did we get a verdict if it's 12? 12, yeah, there's people nodding. We're here remotely uh, with the usual suspects. Dan, how you doing, Dan? I'm, I'm really good, actually. I had a really good game week this week, so I'm happy. Don't ask that. I was going to say something about Gerard Julio, but I won't do it. Luke, how are you doing this week? Oh, how do I follow that? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> average game week. <laughs> and uh, yeah, above the average. So, good. Tasha? Well, I'm still first in our league, so I think I had a good game week. You didn't have a bad game week. Um, I mean, sadly, it is the news. I made a joke about it nearly. Uh, I managed to refrain myself for once, but Gerard Julio passing away today is sad news. And I'm not going to give a minute of silence because we're, we're bad enough at keeping track of time anyway, but a point to the cap to him. Um, he was a solid manager, wasn't he? Uh, Come on, give you guys some credit. It's I know, Liverpool legend, let's leave it at that. We all have bitter rivalries all the time around not liking opposition managers, but when somebody goes after a crappy year, this is more crap. So, I mean, let's, let's lighten it up with some FPL news and banter. Uh, yes. well, you can laugh at my you can laugh at my team. I think this is probably where we need to go. <laughs> that might be the best start, Luke. I think coming I mean, to bounce back from the, uh, the the bit of a somber start that we've had. Let's let's laugh at you. So we can start by uh, laughing at my eleven points. So sorry, there. when you say your team, do you mean Chelsea or your fantasy team? Which oh god, there's so many things to laugh <laughs> at. I was actually talking about my field team. I totally forgot that Chelsea had uh, nosedived against Everton again. Um, let's, 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 where do you want me to start? Do you want me to start with Everton or do you want me to start with my overall game week? Let's, let's, start, with the, let's start with the game week, eh? Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll continue with the laughter track. Uh, if we have some in post, we should add it. I've got Justin left on the bench for 11 points for Leicester. Uh, for some reason or another, I didn't put him in. I thought that Grealish, uh, or De Bruyne would do something and they did nothing. So that wasn't ideal. Uh, I did have Cancelo and Vestergaard at the back who got six and seven points respectively. Also got the McCarthy clean sheet for Southampton. That was awesome. Uh, Chili Bins, Chilwell did nothing because, you know, we, we saw that game against Everton and we, we don't play well in good, at Goodison. I think we've lost there um, three out of four times when we've travelled. So for some reason, it's just our bogey team, but we, we didn't deserve to win. We didn't play well at all. Um, in the midfield, I had Salah put the armband on him. Getting points, yes, but not enough to catch you guys for sure. Uh, I've got sons of sisters, I'm sure you all have as well. And up front this week, I thought I was really clever bringing in Callum Wilson and then sticking with Ollie Watkins. And uh, they both did nothing. All I have is the reminder of Calvert Lewin uh, getting an assist when Mendy tried to rugby tackle him on the field. <laughs> and that summarizes my game week. So 55 <laughs> points above the average, but not good at all. Just a shout about Callum Wilson. I nearly put him in the team this week, and I do think it's a good choice. I think you look at his fixtures and his score rate; he's, he's, he's a guy that's going to pick up points. But um, looking at looking at what he done for you, I'm glad he didn't. And a shout about Watkins was Villa's penalty taker until this weekend, and Villa got mm-hmm. a penalty. Yeah, they, so they, they took it off of him because he, he missed the one at West Ham. Yeah, so he missed it, but then I figured it would go to Grealish. So when I actually watched that game, because I had Grealish, so when the pen happened, I was like, get in, it was at the end. And then I think I went to get another beer or something, and I come in like, 
uh, what's his name, El Ghazi or some, some bloke was trying to take the penalty and I was confused and I saw in the presser at the end, he's like, oh yeah, Jack gave it to me, he's a nice guy. He, it's not nice. <laughs> it's not nice if you're an FDL manager for sure. Well, it's a kind of, I mean, like you said, you've done above average, but only just really, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, Justin on the bench was, I mean, I knew they might get a clean sheet. I didn't know he had an, had an assist and two bonus points. That was killer. Um, I got good defense at the moment. So even target with five points on the bench for Villa, it's that's not massive. But I think the captain choice and the forwards really killed me this week. So I know some of you guys did better. I think we should talk about Kostya's team next, though, because he didn't do better. I think I'm actually not very happy with my team. So first of all, I didn't realize and I didn't check my team on the weekend. So I had uh, Diogo Jota who got injured. I had no idea this happened, so I just I just kept him there. James Rodriguez is there as well. So this ended up with me basically getting two of my bench footers to actually play. And Brewster got me one point. And then I think Village was on my bench who also got me two points, which is quite bad. But on top of that, another three players Actually, four players, because Fernandes did nothing as well. They blanked. So my 52 points are coming from McCarthy, Vestergaard, Son, Kane, and Calvert-Lewin. And I'm actually happy I'm the only one who has Kane, because he ended up with 18 points, which is pretty nice. And I think it saved my game week. It's only like four points between me and you, Ben. So um, it's actually... Oh, it's tight, isn't it? It's very tight. And I think even if you go... Uh, to Luke and Dan, the gap is like maybe like 50 points max. So it's, yeah, I'm it actually. Luke and I'm Dan are not as tight, are they? Yeah, I'm, I'm quite happy about how competitive it is right now because it's, you know, now it's probably the, like, you know, middle of the um, of the tournament. It's about the time to see, okay, like somebody needs to go f like up front, have the gap, but there is no gap. So it's, it's, it's interesting to see. I'll give you some insight. I've made three transfers for my next game week and I hope to at least have a bit of a gap there between you and I, Ben, because at the moment, every game week is really scary and you really don't have, like, you know, some area to breathe. Yeah. I mean, there will be a bit of a gap, but maybe not the way you're hoping. Um, just, just just, in terms of, just just a little bit of insight then, if you're, if you're giving us a sneak peek, did you have one transfer or two transfers this week, free? So I'm trying uh, to work out if you took a four or eight point hit. I took a four point hit. So technically, right now, we're dead level on one point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Nice. I'll talk about my team next because um, the last one scored quite highly. And I don't mean me. I mean the last person to speak yeah. about the teams. My team was dreadful until like Sunday at 8 p.m. or something like that. For a start, I had Martinez on the bench, who's 11 points sat there, um, which is a bit annoying. But then... But then every decision that I made seemed to go against me. West Ham done well um, and picked up a few points, but just not the players that I got in the in the team. And then, to be honest, Salah and Vardy saved me at the last minute. So I come in with the um, eight, uh, 58 points, I was say 85, 58 points at the end of the week. So um, not bad, but but not, I've had, I've had two, last week was very poor and this week was kind of average. So I'm, I've dropped behind a little bit. I also had Yotu in my team, Masuaku, both out injured. Oh, and Lamptey as well. So, so my bench was basically full of um, sick notes, and, and so I had to play with the eleven that I've got. The only decision that I could make was my goalkeeper, and I made the wrong one. 
I didn't realize the. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, no, sure. Just, no, no. just on that Jota topic, I didn't realize his knee injury was that bad. I clicked on him on your team, and it says expected back third of February. That's yeah. a big, big blow for Liverpool. Wow. It is because um, you, you think about it. Marley wasn't hasn't been playing well this season so far. And Jota's come in and, and filled the gap that he's kind of created by default. But also from an FPL point of view, he's a bargain in comparison. You pick yeah. him up on the cheap, and he's been scoring points. I've only had him for about four weeks. And mm. I think one of one of them he blanked and one of them he came on as a sub. The other two he scored. But yeah, such is life. We move on. Going on to my game week. <clears throat> Actually, it was, it was quite an interesting one for me. It was quite a squeaky bum time, let's say. All of my points came pretty much last games on Sunday. Um, so at the beginning of my game week, um, I had a shocker. Uh, Fernandez only got me three points. Mara's got three. Mane only got me two. Calvin Lewin he got the assist and he got me five points. So I was I was really low. Uh, and then I have two Leicester assets in the team. I have Vardy and I have Justin. I did have Vardy as my captain. He did get a goal and two assists, a bag with twenty six points. Uh, I had Justin on, got me eleven points. Uh, Pope in goal got me eleven points as well. Uh, so my goalkeeper actually got me the same amount of points as all four of my midfielders this week. Wow. Lucky, lucky game week. Arsenal went down to 10 men. Nick uh, Pope had a, an amazing, amazing game. He made some world-class saves, kept a clean sheet, bagged with 11 points. So, yeah, from a, from a midfield point of view, a shocking game week. Uh, I got some expensive players in there. I didn't make any transfers. I have got three, three transfers uh, this week. Um, so I will be. Ben is pointing at. You cannot have, have three free transfers. Okay, no, yeah. yeah, sorry, I got two, two free, yeah. two free transfers this week. My bad. Um, so yeah, I think I'll be shifting across some of uh, my expensive players and freeing up. I did have some points sat on the bench, um, which is unfortunate. But like I say I can't complain. I did get seventy-three points in the end, uh, which does I will say again. Actually, I've checked it. It does put me top four percent globally. Uh, so I'm happy there. Rest in peace, Gerard Julia. Just one interesting thing about your team, Dan, is you've got you've got double Arsenal defence. Yes. And, and I know you're I know you're taking some time off work this week, but um laugh the crack, will you? What are you doing? <laughs> so I had I had them in. I can't remember putting one of them in. And all honestly, I don't know why I brought Bellerin in. Um and he's just kind of sat there. I didn't want to waste the points taking him out. Uh, so he's just kind of ended up sitting in the team. Um, so yeah, he'll be he'll be taken off, taken off this week. Can I also uh, going through your team and just being a bit nosy? Yeah. Uh, as a Pompey fan, is this your first Southampton player you've put in there? I mean, you've you've got Ward Prowse in there. I mean, I I have a rule as a Chelsea fan never to put an Arsenal player in because it's just it's Arsenal. But that's interesting from you. I mean, are you you that desperate for points? I am at the bottom of the table and. <laughs> Southampton's free kick taker, so I, I did put quite a lot on the line to to bring him in. Uh, he will be one of the first players leaving my team this week. Um, so yeah, don't worry about that. Is that because Danny Ings is back from injury? <laughs> no, Danny Ings will not be going in my squad. If there's one person you can pay me to put in the squad, it's Danny Ings. I'm going, whilst we talk about the next part, I'm going to find a screenshot of where you've got Danny Ings in your team, because that happened. Don't know what you're talking about. All right, let's move on. Did any of you guys actually get to see uh, any of the matches this week? 
Yeah, yes. I watched um, obviously Chelsea's capitulation. Uh, that that was that was horrific. I mean, that was so bad. We for some reason had um, Havertz on the right wing, uh, and he's he's a little bit contentious amongst the fans. He co- he cost a lot of money coming in. He hasn't really produced a whole lot. Um, he has had COVID and had like eleven games and you know a new country. And he's I think he's you know he's one of the youngest squad players aside from Reese James out of that whole team. So he's still a baby, but. Um, he didn't play well and the whole team didn't play it well at all. Um, Timo <laughs> looks like he's on crack, continuing the crack conversation. I mean, he's so fast. I feel like he has an extra half a second just to slow down and move the ball and actually try to score a goal. I mean, it's... it's well, really... it, it, he should have a bit of time to think of what he's doing next rather than just do it. I mean, it's unbelievable. And then uh, in, the, in the week before, uh, Giroud basically had a shot in the corner nestled and Timo somehow managed to like kick it out of the way like a defensive goal one clearance it was unbelievable so I watched that game and also watched Aston Villa's game and Villa were lucky to get the win they weren't great but um, uh, breaking news while we're speaking about this I'm seeing a screenshot of Danny Ings then <laughs> what do you have any comments are you purposely keeping yourself on mute or <laughs> It's, I've got no comment. It's not so, me. Game week for Danny Ings in the Portsmouth fan stream too. Someone, someone rigged that. That's easy Photoshop job that is, mate. <laughs> so, so what guys, uh, what game did you guys watch? Did anyone watch a United derby? United I, City I, derby? Well, I, I watched the West Ham game. That was the one on Friday night. And, um, oh, yeah. I was, I was really impressed with them because Leeds are a good team. They're, they're an attacking team. They play free-flowing football. Um, we were unlucky. Unlucky. We, we weren't unlucky. It was a blatant penalty. We gave a penalty away in the third minute, um, which was clearly a penalty, um, which the player first missed, but then Fabianski was like this much off of his line, so it got retaken. Um, so he got that one. Uh, but then after that, I think we dominated. It took us about 20 minutes, and I, I, I feel really nervous saying this, but West Ham look a really good team. They, they look they look quite they look quite frightening, to be honest, and they're really incisive attacking football so i feel quite 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 happy i i have a question here do you think uh players should be awarded an assist points for getting a penalty yes why because they they assisted in getting the penalty it's like the, the the reason that penalty come about was because that player got fouled or you know Okay, it, it, it depends because obviously handballs, you're not going to give you. Yeah, that was my question. Defender. It's a lead up to a goal, so that's why in we honestly believe it should be. So don't get me wrong. If you pass the ball to someone, they shoot and they score, they get it. If you get fouled in the box and then someone takes a shot, you should get the points as well. It should be an assist for a penalty. That's weird because you're basically getting points for somebody else, somebody else's mistake, which is no. But you can force the mistake. Take Calvert Lewin for example. His run was so like fast that Mendy was so shit scared. Excuse my French that he couldn't get to the ball. So Mendy basically couldn't get out of way in time because Calvert Lewin's run was so fast and he's so tall he was going to dink it over him and he forced the error which led to the penalty. So I think the points are deserved for sure. For sure. Yeah, completely agree on that one. I wonder what our fans would think on. FPL Curry at FPL Curry with FPL Curry in FPL Curry on Facebook and Instagram. All of the curries in your Facebook, man, Graham, man, Graham. Wow. 
that's, oh. and, that's, and that's why you guys do the, the uh, social media links normally. I don't think there's anything else to say. I think that covers it. At FPL Curry, go there and see your manograms and face cams and all that. It's fun. Download um, your nan. Give us your shout-out. <laughs> oh, to your nan. Yeah, nanogram. Has anyone thought of that, actually? Moving on. What games did you watch, Dan? I actually watched quite a lot this week. Um, I watched. I did watch the, the Manchester derby. It was one of the most boring games I've seen for a very long time. Um, I also watched a lot on, on Sunday. I watched the, the Palace Spurs game. Uh, that was quite a feisty game, actually. Um, I, in all honesty, I thought Crystal Palace were, were going to do Spurs over. Don't get me wrong. They got the goal. I think it was Kane got the goal. Um, and then late, late equaliser, which is a, a great result for Palace. Uh, I then watched the Arsenal Burnley game, the Leicester and Brighton game. I was kind of flicking between two screens at once, just watching them both. Uh, in all honesty, the, the Leicester game was unreal. Like, Leicester were 3 0 up in the first half, I think within 20 minutes of each other. Uh, some unreal goals. Um, Vardy, obviously, like I mentioned before, two assists. Great goal. The build-up play to, um, to Vardy's goal, it just reminded me of like the 2000 era Barcelona. Tiki-taka football, it was one-touch football. One-touch run, one-touch run. And just an easy tap-in for Vardy. Um, absolutely amazing goal. Um, but then, watching the Arsenal game, like Arsenal right now are sat I believe it's 15th in the league with a minus five goal difference. Um, yeah, that's, the, that's, that's, the, that's the fourth home game they've lost in, in succession. But you can you can tell why. Watching them play, there is no structure to their play at all. Uh, there's no kind of, don't get me wrong, they've got some very, very experienced players in, but they do not play well together. You look at Granit Xhaka as an example. Okay, deserve a yellow card, yes. It was a strategic yellow card. He was going through, so he, he took the foul, took the yellow card but then lashed out and got booked, got a second yellow for aggressive behavior and got red carded. He's a professional footballer. If you're going to set yourself up to take a yellow card, a strategic yellow card, you don't then then follow up because the guy's given it a bit of lip to you and get yourself sent off and down to 10 men. You look at William, like it must just be embarrassing for William joining the Arsenal squad that he's joined. Like he was doing bits, coming down the wing, making runs, but there was no one there at the end to receive it. It was just shocking football by them. Do you know about the um, Arsenal mascot, Ganosaurus? Do, do you know yeah. that he, he was put on, I going to call it Kurzabite for, for this audience, um, but... Uh, Obstacles. Furloughed. He was furloughed. And um, I can't remember what player said he paid. Ozil said he paid his wages, uh, which is one story. But what's coming out now is that if, if Arteta is not also furloughed now, then... Gunnosaurus should take take them to a HR tribunal because he could do a better job. Kind of support that, really. Would it be yeah, great? To see, to would it be great seeing a seven foot dinosaur managing a team? No, I'm, not to, I'm not Luke. I'm not talking about me. <laughs> no, I was thinking of Arsene Wenger in that trench coat that he couldn't see him up, but he looked like a T Rex. That's what I was thinking of immediately. <laughs> Um, I am enjoying this uh, capitulation. Uh, apologies to any Arsenal fans on the pod, but if you're ever bored at home, if you feel a bit down because it's been a, it's been a tough year, it's been tough on everybody. I, I recommend you go onto YouTube, you go to Arsenal Fan TV, and you watch those videos after the game because they are some of the best content on the internet for sure. I mean, hands down, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm really loving it. At, at what point do you think they say goodbye to Arteta is what I was going to ask as well, because... I, I'd, I'd go with tomorrow. 
I mean, no, it's, di- it's difficult because you've got a Christmas yeah. fixture list coming up, so it's going to be crammed over the next few weeks. But equally, that means there's a lot of games and a lot of points. They well, need to make a decision quickly because they're not far from the drop zone. <laughs> they've got, they've got. It's amazing, isn't it? They got Southampton, then they've got Everton, and then they got Chelsea. And like, they that's not an easy run in, especially. I mean, he he could be gone before Christmas. I reckon he'll be gone before New Year's. They can't keep him on. If you look, when was the last time Arsenal sat? 15th in the table with a minus five goal difference this late on in the season. It's, it hasn't happened. So I think Arteta's time is running, running out pretty, pretty quickly. Here there, we go. There, there was an interview a few, a few weeks, maybe two weeks ago uh, with uh, Roy Keane and, his, and he was saying, that he was asked how Arsenal were going to do this year. And he said, I think he'll be safe. And everyone laughed at that at the time. But it's kind of becoming a reality. It's like, well, are they going to get in a dogfight with Fulham and Burnley? I'd love to see that. I would pay money to see that, actually. Well, there was a rumour that was coming around. It was all over socials, all over Twitter, that uh, Thierry Henry was not happy with Arteta's management style and said that he could he could run the team five times better than he is. Um, so that could imagine that comeback, Thierry Henry coming back to manage to manage the Gunners. Did you see uh, uh, Thierry Henry trying to manage Monaco though? Like <laughs> that was absolute shambles. I think he lost his first ten out of eleven games or something. I mean. So similar, similar, similar rate to Arteta. It's, though, just, really. it's, just, it's just Arsenal quality. I think they should take him for sure, for sure. No, I think I don't get me wrong. I think he would do. I don't think he'd do a bad job. But I don't think he'd get much worse than Arteta right now. I think it's just a kind of iconic moment. You get Thierry Henry coming back to manage his old team, and they're flopping with them as well. So it can be quite funny to watch. Speaking of ones to watch. Was there anything major from this week that you want to cap or do you want to move on to next week's fixtures? Because there are some tasty ones coming up. And we actually have our um, first in a while midweek fixtures, which is going to trip everybody up tomorrow. Game week yeah. starts tomorrow. Yeah, the only so... thing I want to mention yeah. is I strongly believe Madison's second goal is a goal of the month contender easily. Four step overs, inside, outside, three defenders. And curled its up bins, an absolute world of a finish. So I'm just calling it now. Madison's second goal. It's going to be a goal of the month contender. Uh, I, I didn't want to say this at the time because everyone always says this, but I had I, I had a transfer last week and I put Madison in and then changed my mind because I was thinking he's not getting enough game time. That's a regret, but yeah, there we go. Next uh, tomorrow's fixtures. Then should we talk about them? Let's go. Luke, you up first. Here we go. Is it Chelsea? Uh, Chelsea Wolves. Um, I'll be honest. When I watch them against Villa, Wolves, they look a little bit lost without Jimenez. They don't look like the usual sort of... I mean, they're pacey and they're, they got that Portuguese, like, move the ball, like D-Tacker, but there's no one up front to pass the ball to. I mean, Podence is like four foot. He's, he's the same height as um, John McGinn. So. <laughs> I think it's <laughs> Dan. I didn't want to get too personal, but uh, no, I think I think Chelsea will bounce back. Frank was not happy, and I think he would be quite scary to to be in that dressing room with when he knows what's riding on the line. So I think they'll bounce back, but I scary, see that the scary faces Frank. might be Oh, scary Frank, friend. <laughs> I, I kind of disagree with you about Jimenez because I think Wolves have been really hit and miss all season. Oh, even with Jimenez. Yeah, yeah. They, they, compared them to last year, there'd been nothing, nothing like the same team. But I mean, he's, he's obviously going to be a loss, so may further that. But yeah, good shout. What about the next one? City versus West Brom. That should be a pasting, shouldn't it? 
City seem to have found their stride a little bit, don't they? They've had a couple of big goal, uh, big scoring games. Um, we've neglected them, I think, pretty much as a, as a, all four of us have had very minimal City assets. I've got Jesus in my in my starting um, no in my front three at the moment. Not my starting, not my captain. He, he is. Jesus should I've, always be your captain, Ben. You know this. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> You're going back to your school days, Luke. Uh, true. I got De Bruyne, so De Bruyne is my messiah. So I'll leave it at that. Let's hopefully see if City can absolutely, absolutely. I was looking at the table before, though. I think you forget about City. They've still got a game in hand. If they win this game, they go to 22 points and they're within the top four. So, oh, no, they're not. Southampton is still fourth. <laughs> Dan, how much longer is this going to go on for? Not much longer. <laughs> It's it's a lucky it's a it's a lucky running for them. It's not though, is it? It is. I know, no, 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 I know you. I know you won't be able to admit it. I can see it in your eyes, but you won't be able to admit it. Southampton are actually quite a good team this year. No. We we should take screenshots of these comments, and and this should be our Instagram feed. So then, Dan, if Southampton are so bad, and then Arsenal are so bad, who's going to win against Arsenal versus Southampton? That's my question to you. Nil nil draw. No one's going to win. There you go. Touche. Nil-nil to who? Spurs. There's more wins this year. Going on, Newcastle leads. I'm calling leads here. After watching them Friday, they are quite tasty. Do you know what? I, I agree with that. They are looking very tasty right now. Bamford is, uh, is looking quite hot at the moment. Well worth a punt. They, I don't think they've lost three in a row yet this season. I don't think Bielsa will take that either. So, I mean, I'm hoping for like a 3-3 where Bamford gets points. Maybe Wilson gets some points. Uh, I don't think there's anyone else in the midfield or defence that anybody's got for, for Leeds, if I'm not mistaken. Um, what, what about the next, the next clash? I just had a look. Uh, Leicester versus Everton. That'll be a huge game. Yeah, it's a tough That'll one as well, isn't it? Massive game. Very tough to call. Le- Leicester have been kind of on fire mostly. You, talk, you think about Dan giving us a, his review of the match from, from last night. And then there's other matches that have been played this season where they've been absolutely phenomenal. But also they've had some really weird patches. So, and Everton are not. Are not. Actually, if, Ooh, if Leicester... I thought you fell asleep. No, I'm here. If Leicester wins and Spurs and Liverpool get a draw, Leicester will be first. That's, that's, how, why, that's why it's been quiet for a while. He's working this out. No, I was working something else out, which is uh, for Brighton. So <laughs> What's for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> that as well. Uh, so Brighton is currently 16th, and they are quite close to the relegation zone. So they're playing against Fulham, which is a super important game for them. But I hope they will win that. And after that, they have Sheffield, which they, I hopefully they will also win. Then they will have a tough one which is, uh, I believe, against West Ham. And West Ham is doing quite good so far, so it's probably going to be a tough one. And then there's going to be the ultimate relegation battle between Brighton and Arsenal. A bit confused, because we seem to have gone to week 47. I went to week 16. I I just went to week 16, but all I'm saying is Brighton currently will most probably have those like three or four fixtures, which will define if they will get relegated or not. But if you look at Brighton's performance yesterday, I think they were just outman completely. Um, Leicester were going through until like the 93rd minute. They were still going extra time. They were still making runs down the wing. 
still swinging it in the box with Vardy. Uh, unfortunately, not many of them had their legs left because they were giving it 110. percent And I think Brighton, you can see Brighton kind of gave up and tried to park the bus at half time. Just they tried to it's damage mitigation, try and stop uh, it. Yes, that's true. But at the same time, they had a one-one draw against Liverpool. They lost barely one-two to Southampton. I think Leicester is just so you much can't better. Barely lose to someone. You either lose or you draw. They lost. Yeah, obviously, but you're talking about the game quality, right? Not just the result. So they've been playing quite well. It's just that Leicester is so much better than them at the moment. So we'll see. We'll see. All right, let's go into the game then. What do you guys reckon? It's obviously game of the of the week. Liverpool Spurs. Yeah. I think Spurs are going to win it. Liverpool too weak at the back. Liverpool haven't got a back line at the moment due to injury, have they? So, could be quite an interesting one. Both teams haven't lost for five games. Wow. But if you look at it, they're very expensive assets in both teams. So, do you risk it and keep them in and, and take a hit on getting no points? Or do you start to ship them out? Because if, if you look at Spurs at the moment, Spurs are looking very tasty. I think you're not removing Sun, Kane or Salah, right? So I think if you if you think classic Mourinho, what's he going to do? He's going to sit back, he's going to park the bus, he's going to wait for the counter and he's going to hope that he can absolutely punish that defence line of Liverpool. I, I reckon this could be either like a 1-0 or a 2-2, do you know what I mean? I think it's either or. I think it's more the first one. I think Mourinho is too proud and I think he's got something going. I'm, I'm a little bit scared as well. I agree with Ben. I think that Tottenham might just nick this. Um, but you never know with footy these days. And the, the crowd, um, I, I'm not sure. A Liverpool, because I know some of the zonings in, in the UK are a bit different. I'm not sure if a Liverpool allowed fans, do you know? Because they must, because Everton had them last week against Chelsea. So they must be able to have fans. But you could notice a difference with fans in the stadium. It might be that extra bit that Liverpool needs to get across the line. I think so. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's difficult to, to keep up with the rules that's going on. I mean, it's difficult enough to, in here in the Czech Republic to keep up with the rules that's going on with COVID and what you can and can't do. Similar thing in the UK is, is up and down all over the place. Uh, I think there's a limited amount of fans, <laughs> fans allowed back into games, which, like you said, could make a difference. Talking of making the difference, West Ham, Crystal Palace. West Ham could win this 3-1. Will Sochek score? I don't know. I've not got crystal ball. I wish you had. It's, it's, but it's, you've got a crystal palace. <laughs> <laughs> oh. hey. Wow. Did you say palace? Um, no, but talking to Suchek. Yeah, Jim Bowen. Talking to Suchek, though, Kostya, he's linked with uh, Bayern. Bayern. Bayern are interested in sniffing around him. As I haven't, they it... Sorry? Haven't, haven't heard about that at all. Yeah, you have. I just told you. Wow. You heard it here first. Uh, yes, but it doesn't make sense, though. Well, he's a good player. And yeah, but they don't players. need him. Like, they have Kimmich, they have Goretzka, they have Tolisso. They have too many midfielders there. It doesn't make sense. Maybe they want to play with five in the midfield. Like centre mid. More like 11 yeah. in the midfield. Yeah, well, you never know. Okay. I'll, I'll check that. It's interesting. Thanks for sharing, and I guess our listeners will be happy to know this as well because I don't think it's a very well-known fact or piece of information. 
I might have just made it up. Who knows? <laughs> You'll have to Google it and find yeah. out. Google's working. If Google is working, yeah. Yeah. What about the next fixture? Villa Burnley. Is it going to be like a boring 1-0 game or something? I don't know. No, because Burnley don't score. Team. Burnley aren't great. Yeah, they're not. They're really not a good football team. Doesn't I mean, they beat Arsenal. Yeah, but they didn't score, did they? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One, one nil. No, yeah, but a Bombing scored. A Bombing scored. Yeah, so so it, it, it took them getting reduced to 10 men and they still didn't score. They had to rely on somebody else to do it. So Burnley, <laughs> they're, they're going on scoring strike. I think they're trying to prove a point. Not get a point, but prove a point. But we'll say, I can't, I mean, I can't see Burnley doing much. They, they just they, they are... seem toothless. They are pretty solid at the back though. If you look at like Pope, Pope who stands down probably yeah. the best is in the league at the moment and like, Tarkovsky's doing bits at the moment, but they just haven't got the finishing. No, I completely like, agree. They're, 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 they've got some quality in defence and goalkeeper and they're quite, and they're well organised, but they're just, they're toothless up front. Exactly, you can't finish a dinner. Who's their striker? Exactly. It's Barnes, yeah. and, Barnes and Wood. Okay. Ash, Ashley Barnes and Chris Wood. But, so, um, the, so the wood is not strong enough, right? Potentially. Oh. All right, moving on to the next one because we've got uh, we, uh, we've got two two games happening this week, or two sets of games happening this week. Yeah, but we're talking about two for How bad is Sheffield United? Very. On a scale of one to ten, I mean, you're talking about at least forty-seven. Eleven. <laughs> And that's terrible. because they've lost 11 games. That's why I used 11. <laughs> They're terrible, aren't they? But it's unreal how bad they are at the moment. United isn't much better, though. They're not much better. They're, honestly, like, you're losing 11 games so far is... United have won the last four games. I know. Oh, yeah. Actually, won four of the last five games. So, I mean, kind of disagree with that statement a little bit because Sheffield United... I've lost five on the bounce. They can't score. They've got one point so far this season. They're, you can't put them in the same category as anyone. They're in a Any, anyone in the Premier League. I think United will lose on that uh, day. I mean, I wouldn't be ha unhappy if that happened. But I just don't think it is. I'm just not sure which United will lose. They've drawn one and lost 11 games. It's I, I don't think... They're out. They're out for the count. There's no coming back from that. Hundred percent. They're getting relegated. And I think it's now just trying to ship off their assets before the end of the next season. Is what will happen. Yeah, the Sheffield we're seeing this season is the Sheffield I thought we would see last season. It was just an anomaly. It's a weird one. But let's, in the interest of time, let's jump to the next because this is a funky game week. I'm still getting confused. We've got Saturday fixtures following those Thursday ones we just capped. Which, which are on a different game week, right? So when yeah, is the game, game week they're, 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 So what we just talk, spoke about was game week 13. We'll talk about game week 14 just because it kicks off from Saturday. And yeah, we right. won't be doing another pod by then. But, but in the interest of time, Palace, Liverpool. I reckon this has got to be Liverpool. Liverpool will be over this one. I reckon they, they will get spanked by Spurs and they'll be coming back from that quite, quite pissed. So they'll be going for, a, going for a win here. What about next one? City, Southampton. 5-0 City. I reckon this could be a kind of tricky game. No, I don't think so. No? Southampton have been quality, haven't they, this season? Yeah, they have. And I'll tell you, one, one player who's going very under, uh, unnoticed is Shea Adams, who they picked up last year. Kind of on the cheap, and he didn't do much, but he seems to be coming into play a little bit. He's one to watch. 
Thanks for watch. It's probably quite cheap as well. Yeah, that's where I set it. So Southampton yeah. against City? No, Everton Arsenal. Oh, yeah, it's true. I reckon Everton have got this one. It's, it's going to be 2 3 0 to Everton. I reckon DCL is going to be in the hat trick. Arsenal are just a mess at the moment. What do you think's happened to Aubameyang? Is he giving up because he's got a new contract? He yeah. Signed his, yeah, he signed his new contract and it's just flopped. That's what it is. It's because he got fined for posting pictures at an airport. Now he's just pissed off, so he's, he's just not playing. It's just I a reckon, big Gabonese scam. I reckon that uh, this will hurt Arteta. He'll get uh, the sack at the club that he used to play for. I reckon he'll 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 be sore after this one for sure. He'll end his management career. He will have to go. I don't think he he will carry on after this. Yeah, I'm sure he won't go hungry. Next one, Newcastle Fulham. Carlo Wilson. You reckon? No, I hope. Uh, <laughs> That's all I all I can do is hope. Hope. See, I, I, I kind of think that Fulham have come... If you look at Fulham's form the last couple of weeks and who they play, they've had some tough games and they've performed. I think they might be turning the corner a little bit. All right, if you look at their, their track record, they've lost five, three of the last five. But I think I think they might be turning the corner. Okay, fair point. So going to the next one then, Brighton, Sheffield. Brighton will absolutely destroy them. Right, nil-nil. They absolutely destroy them, nil-nil, yeah. That's how destruction works. Next one yeah. will be interesting, though. Spurs against Leicester. Spurs have got a little, tough, little bit of a tough run. They do. But then so have Leicester. And I think, I mean, this is more of a warning for these, these FPL fans out there. Like, Look at you've got a new team. You don't want to load yeah. up on these. No. I reckon, it'll be, I reckon it's either going to be a 0-0 draw or it's going to end up like a 1-1 with a, a late equaliser. I don't think either team's going to dominate each other. I reckon it'll be a, a draw on this one. Which is fine because at Spurs, literally the only two players getting points are, are uh, Son and Kane. So I don't really care as, as long as they score, both players literally participate. United leads. Right. Yeah, I reckon it's going to be quite boring game, that one, to be honest. I don't see much action happening there. I think it's going to be an interesting one, like a 3 1 to, to United. Yeah, I mean, Le Leeds play quite open attacking. Yeah, exactly. Football, so and Man United play football of something. <laughs> yeah. Well, talking about football, I don't think we'll see any football at West Brom against Villa game. No, I reckon that's going to... I think the only other saucy game left that week will be West Ham-Chelsea. So I think that'll be a, a quite a saucy game, not in that game week, but internally here at the FPL Curry house, which you can find over on Instagram at FPL Curry. Who do you reckon's got this one, boys? We have a, a West Ham and a Chelsea fan between us, so... Uh, We'll let you two fight it out. I don't know, mate. I don't I don't know to be honest. I mean I don't want to get overconfident, but we're playing some nice football. We've had a couple of little bumps, but on a whole, we're really solid. What do you think, Luke? I'm I'm of the same ilk. I'm not actually quite yeah. sure how this game will go. Uh it wouldn't surprise me if West Ham come out of the gates and do one over and, and pay pay that jersey back. So that'll be interesting to see. Twenty first of December, lock it in. Mm. We've missed Burnley Wolves, but don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I think Not Dan did that intentionally, actually. The only good game is this one. So on that note, maybe we wrap it. Thanks yep. for tuning yeah. in, guys. Jump on the Instagram, follow us, and we'll see you for the next week. Good luck with the fixtures. Bye. Bye.